Reseller Clickbait Podcast, episode 87. Good, Good morning, morning. Cam. Where's your, huh? where's your attire? Your, what attire? I thought when we talked earlier, you had said that this was going to be our special Valentine's episode. Because Valentine's is coming up <laughs> just like in two days. And you were like, let's just do an episode where we like dedicate the whole show to like, like love and relationships. And yeah, that's me, like the romantic. <laughs> we, we did sell a pair of like polka dotted pink LuLaRoe leggings that had hearts as the dots the other day. So that was, wow. that was our festive Valentine's Day. That was it. That was as uh, look, good as it gets hey, right there. Anytime you can sell, move along a, a LuLaRoe. Um, yes item that's uh which that's by the way thing. is is not lululemon i think i learned that no. you know from you Corey, in your it, it big is the lemon. One time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lemon you want to. but uh yeah i i got my bright pink shirt on today if you're just if you're just you know listening over there on spotify or itunes or something tune into that yeah, we're sitting YouTube. backstage for like 15 minutes here getting ready to hit record and it never dawned on me why you were wearing a pink shirt i was like i know we did the <laughs> breast cancer awareness thing once like that's yeah. all over with so so this is just a random i thought it was just yeah. a color choice today now this is my my you know my festive uh valentine's attire and i i decorated back here i got my my wreath thing here that jill had made me <laughs> oh look at this this cool gnome valentine's no, no, gnome know where i got that i got that uh from my friend lisette new england betty boop she was on one of her whatnot auctions she was doing a giveaway and and there i you go i have a pretty good history or a pretty good track record of winning can't imagine giveaways. why she would want to give that away oh i just fell down why no and it was brand new and if i look <laughs> crinkly cellophane right there it was all in brand new so I'll set that guy right up there. So yeah, I got a little bit of festive. Uh, so we're we're not we're not talking about love and relationships in this episode at all. Well, I mean, I mean, we can. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of conversation that's going to be, but I can, we can give it a whirl. Oh, here we could say, you know, speaking of speaking of love and relationships, you know, how about that that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? You know, yeah. going to be. That's the whole talk of the Super Bowl. So today, when we're recording, today is the Super Bowl, and uh, what's your what's your prediction, Corey? We're not a sports talk show, but I know how much my you prediction love is a whole bunch of really stupid people get a whole lot stupider today. <laughs> That's my prediction. Lose You're gonna have a money. bunch of middle aged, overweight men talking about how they won the Super Bowl, and I don't I don't know how they're contributing, but. That, that's kind of the vibe we're going to get for the next week here. Either that or they're upset that their team lost, like they were a big part of the team. I don't get it. I don't have a I don't have a, a horse in the race, of course. You know, being a Cleveland Browns fan, I have I'll probably never have a horse in the race. Oh, but wait till next year. That's our team <laughs> motto. Wait till next year. Wait till next we'll year. Up, but uh I'm gonna go ahead and throw out go ahead and throw out a prediction just you know, because this will come out the next day after the after, yep. I'm I'm picking San Francisco, the San Francisco 49ers, um, just because there's only two teams and I have to pick one. Kansas City wins, the Chiefs. I'm okay with that. It doesn't doesn't really matter. I got reasons on both sides, but uh, I'll make an official. Well, now I know who's playing. Right. <laughs> 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 yes, it's the, the Kansas City Chiefs against the San Francisco. That's 49ers. Taylor Swift's team, In, right? That's Kansas City. Yeah, that's Taylor Swift's team. Yeah. Um, Taylor out in Las fast. Vegas, which I've seen some of the stuff uh, that that big giant sphere. Are they playing in Vegas? Built. Yeah, they're playing in at uh, where the Raiders play there in in Las Vegas, and uh, they're doing some really cool stuff with that that big sphere thing. Uh, which that sucked because when we were out, we were out in Vegas for uh, a meetup back earlier in the year, or no, last, last year, last April. Man almost been a year since that yep it's almost a year but uh they didn't they were just put it was going to be like the next week after we were there we didn't see that they we got saw the giant ball in the middle of the city but it wasn't turned on yeah Yeah. so i missed that that that's pretty cool but they've been doing some pretty cool graphic stuff on on that for the super bowl so i'll be tuning in to see some of that accidents that thing causes 
people rubbernecking to see what's on the big ball in the middle of the city. Yeah. I could see and that thing be... being a problem. <laughs> I wonder what that looks like from the sky. That'd be cool to fly over. Yeah. I'm sure they'll have some drone some drone shot. Oh, I seen a, a cool thing that speaking of drones, I seen a thing the other day where I think it was down in Texas that these people did this big drone um drone thing up in the sky, you know how they do the drones now that form, you know, all kinds of cool stuff up in the yep. air. And uh the the people that put it on, they did it and it ended up making this great big huge barcode up in the up in the sky. And, like know, a QR code or a, just an old school barcode? Oh, yeah. Like a, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. A QR code. That's what I meant. A, okay. A QR code. So all these shows, like 500 drones, formed this big QR code. And uh, so everybody, you know, old school barcode, like they're obsolete. They're still being used <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> I have my, I have QR codes for, cool all my, for all my Christmas tubs out in, the, out in the garage. Like all of my Christmas decorations are organized in the tubs. And I made QR codes for the fronts of all of the boxes. I can just go out and scan. I know exactly what does it go to when you scan them, or does it just tell you what's in them? Uh, well, it yeah, it just opens like a text, uh, like a a text uh page or whatever that tells me all what's in them. And whenever I add something new or something of significance to it, I will go in and uh, modify that text document. So, see, I have a system that's pretty similar to that. But uh-huh. mine's voice activated. I just say, hey, Teresa, what's in this tub? And then she tells me. <laughs> I need to I need to work on that. Can I borrow can I borrow Teresa next Christmas season? She can come over and uh, <laughs> we can work some out. I'll send her your way. <laughs> but this big barcode that they that was like up in the sky, then everybody's, you know, hitting it with their with their phone. And uh it was if I say you got Rick rolled, do you know what I'm talking yep. about? Rick yep. roll. It was it was the it the link from the QR code went to the to the Rick Astley. You know? yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was the most elaborate Rick rolling in uh in That's history. good. That'd be cool to see. I've never I've never seen I mean I've seen a few online where they you get the video of it, but I've never seen it in person where they do that with the drones and stuff. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, it was it was a it's a cool stunt. And all like all the, the news the news organizations were there to see, you know, what this big presentation was. And it was just everybody getting Rickrolled. I loved it. See, it's, it's a good thing drones aren't cheaper because I I would buy like a really expensive one that I could go like dump a cat litter box on the neighbor's house with or something. <laughs> like I'd be pranking people with that thing. I'd get in trouble. I have a drone. I have to, I haven't used it for a while. I need. We to just sold one. Just not, not one big enough to carry a, a turd mine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't get. I can't, sorry, I keep drinking water. I I I spent my my spent my evening last night singing. I was you know, singing. <laughs> Figured you were dehydrated because you were out drinking or something. No, just sang yourself no, dry. I wasn't. I was. Yeah, I did. <laughs> One of our uh, friends. It was their uh, birthday. Uh, well, actually, birthday is today, Monday. So. Happy birthday, Kim. So we're Kim. doing karaoke night? Kim's not. Well, it was a piano, like a dueling pianos. Uh, I don't know okay. if you've ever seen one of those dueling piano yep. shows. And and um, just just a, a lot of fun hanging out with our, our group friends. We had went and had uh, some Mexican Generally, those food. are not sing-alongs. Well, you know, from your seat there. They're not They're not usually like a karaoke, but, you know, everybody sings along. and they play So you were not time. invited to sing. You just sang. <laughs> <laughs> Involuntary <laughs> performance right there. Involuntary oh, for, the, for people. the rest of the crowd. But, you know, the music and everything and the crowd is so loud, you got to kind of, if you want to get up above the rest of the crowd, you got to raise your voice. Raise your voice in song. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, my voice is a little bit, because um, I don't know, the show is like, well, I'm glad you saved a little hour. for us today. And uh, so, what kind of songs so, were we singing? Oh, just you just know, Taylor everything. Swift hits. All kind of just yes, it was a whole dueling pianos <laughs> of Taylor Swift. Um, I, I don't no, think I could name a Taylor Swift song. Lots of classic rock songs. Um, you know, like Megadeth 80s, and 90s. Well, no, not that. Not that. Those are <laughs> those are my classic songs. Uh, those are my know, classics too. Old time rock and roll, uh, uh, Brick House. I remember they did once. Uh, I don't know some country tunes. Just I don't know. Go watch a dueling pianos show, and or look up 
we had looked up like what are the best because a lot of times at those shows you try to stump those people to you know put out suggestions. Were you giving them requests? Might not know. Yeah, give out. Requests I gotcha. That's kind of cool. And uh, they you, you, know, you should you have recorded part of it them. so we could see. I did. Uh, maybe I did. That'd be kind of cool to watch. Now I'm gonna have to find a dueling piano and go watch see what that is. Let me see what this. What is. brought out a song in Cam's oh. heart? Uh-oh. They did. Uh, Umbop. Oh, they should have done Umbop, the greatest song ever written. <laughs> yeah, I keep uh, I keep my my Hanson Umbop cassette right here above me. I got that you, as you did gift. have that really close. That was way yeah, too my, easy to get a hold of. It's it's right there. My friends uh, Frank and Janelle over at FJ Treasures sent that to me. They found that like at a at a thrift or a yard sale or something like that, and thought of me and sent it along. So I keep it displayed right up there. So I can remember Hanson. I'm never going to forget Hanson, but, you know, I want to remember my friends, Frank and Janelle. So there they are right there. Um, but then, so so my my voice is like hoarse or whatever. I don't know how it's coming across. It's uh, after all the Sounds singing. Sounds fine. No, I you sound, that, sound like you're ready to sing again. I was getting, you know, it's. It's a little bit scratchy, so it's deeper. You know, I was thinking, you know, we were going to do this special episode. You know, this one's for all you lovers out there. The Val- You're just the getting ready to break Valentine's out Tennessee episode. whiskey today. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did play. They did play some uh, a couple of Toby Keith tunes. You know, R.I.P. to to Toby Keith. Uh, did he die? Passed away. Yeah, like last week, or you know. Mid last week or okay. whatever or something like that. Toby Keith had passed away. Uh, he was I always he was entertaining. Like, he was fighting cancer or something, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, I knew so, I heard something about it, but I didn't know he actually passed. Yep. It was uh, just just last week. It was. Do you guys not have news there in South Dakota? Is that what it is? No, it's it's just that I choose not to watch it. <laughs> Gotcha. I'm not a I'm not a news news watching guy. Well, every day at coffee time, when I go next door to my folks, they have like the local six o'clock news is on. And- I get my news on Ken versus ten usually. <laughs> yeah. I have to remember. <laughs> so I turn that. in for my world events. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get it there as you know macaroni and cheese reviews. And well, that's uh, the one that matters. I'm doing one of those uh, here this week. I got it here. Shameless plug: Ken versus ten Thursdays. 11 a.m. Eastern time over on my channel, SSK Promo. Which mac and cheese are we doing this week? Well, we, here I am, like one of them Super Bowl fans, like I'm participating. Which one of the the mac and cheeses are you doing this week? Well, I may be doing either one of two. Um, uh, I might be doing one of uh, like a different flavored one. I don't have them in here. There's, I don't know, like maybe a jalapeno one. Or uh, it was suggested to um by alicia the ink picker to do the bob evans oh that's right i saw that was it it's like pre-made stuff yeah the the bob evans whatever uh mac and cheese oh you're speaking of okay so i got punked i think i got punked anyway uh alicia (laughs) the ink picker you know uh who you've been working closely with here on planes to profits uh she's part of one of those so that meetup is what uh it's coming up in like 10 days, 11 days. Yeah. 23rd and 24th. Yep. Yeah. So planes to profit. And if you haven't got your tickets by now, you're almost out of luck, right? Yeah, you're almost out of time now. There's, I think we're, there's yeah. eight or nine tickets left, I think is all. So that's great. That's great. It sounds like we're going to fill it up pretty decent. That's cool. I'm, I'm excited to see that, uh, all the goings on from, from that event. So go check out planes to profit.com. But, uh, so I get this a message from alicia the other day she was doing a live and she said hey do you want to come on the live with me and i was like sure i was just sitting there watching tv and and anyway so sure i'll come and get set up and and so she does that and then the thumbnail comes out jill had sent this picture to me i don't know i'll I'll put this up here if this comes up or not uh let me let me do that girls talk right there reseller live girl talk and (laughs) Somehow I'm on the I'm on the thumbnail with Alicia for for reason. <laughs> Had I known, I'd have worn my pink shirt that day. But uh, yeah, I got. <laughs> well, I then got it would have been dirty for today. How would you have celebrated? 
happy Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, whatever the heck it is today. <laughs> oh, yeah, we get, you know, is there a Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, usually Thanksgiving or not thanks. Now you got me all messed up. <laughs> what holiday is February? Do you do you February. celebrate with a dinner for Valentine's Day too? Like, is there a, is there an event? Well, no, that's usually like, you know, Joe and I will go out, you know, to dinner. That's usually when you go out to dinner someplace, you know, someplace really oh, that'd nice. That'd be the like, worst time. Know, like the Chipotle or something like that, you know. Isn't Valentine's Day like the busiest day of the year for restaurants? Probably so. I would think so. Why would you go out in public on that day? Well. That's a horrible decision. Your decision making skills are horrible. <laughs> well, you're you're 100 correct on that, and that's just like life in general. That's not you know. So you should Valentine's you should holidays. prep the the week before and stay home and just make a dinner for the two of you or something. One, it's it's more romantic if that's what you're going for, and two, you don't have to see other people, which is also romantic. A plus, not this is true. I owe Jill a, a home cooked dinner, like that was a, a Christmas gift to her. We're having. Crab legs, and it sounds steaks, like you've already got legs. like boxes of macaroni and cheese to try. So you've got half the dinner bought. <laughs> Nothing more romantic than cracked macaroni <laughs> and cheese because it macaroni fills your belly and feeds your <clears throat> see and feeds your soul. Anyway, enough of that <laughs> goofiness. Oh, so then here's so okay, where was I? I was talking about we went to the piano to piano bar mm -hmm. thing, piano dueling pianos. And then, uh, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting too old, Corey, to, well, first of all, I found out at something like that, that I'm just old anyway, because, you know, but like by the first intermission, it was like, it's loud in here and I could just be at home watching TV and, and, uh, but uh, it was it. fun. It was fun. But then I come <laughs> home. So it's pretty late at night. So I'm over in Jill's town, which is about 45 minutes away from, from my house. So I drive home. Get home, sending some texts out, you know, that to Jill and and some of our friends that that I had arrived home safely. Well, in that that amount of time that it take took me to send those texts out, I the overhead garage light when you you know you open the door and the yep. light comes stays on. on for a little bit. Yeah, well, it didn't stay on long enough for me, and so I'm getting out of the car and I'm kind of with all of this junk that's in my garage you kind of you know just have this little path to get through well i fell down last night so here i come i'm i'm coming out of the garage and i tripped over something that was there that i couldn't see so you know my big old cup goes every place you know there's my my phone i throw it you know cross driver keys everything and i almost caught myself i almost had the the balance you know the balance of a cat where i was going to land on all fours but no i landed on my uh I landed on everything because I went down in the gravel, <laughs> on my in the gravel I, 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 on my elbow and then rolling over on my other elbow, my hip. I skinned up my knee through my pants, kind of ruffled up my pants, almost put a hole in the knee. And so I'm out there like at, and this was <laughs> oh, right about almost one o'clock, maybe about five, 10 minutes till, you know, I'm at one o'clock in the morning laying out in the driveway, but just like laying there thinking, Okay, I hope nothing's like seriously damaged here, and uh, but at least I hadn't thrown my phone far enough away where I wouldn't have been able to get it and call somebody, like call the <laughs> folks or or nine one one. I probably probably have a better chance of having nine one one get there quicker than my folks would be able to get up out of bed and make their way over. Probably, I don't so, know why I'm laughing at that. That's I feel like kind of a horrible person now, but the thought of that is freaking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, a after the fact, after I, you know, drug myself up off the off the driveway in the middle of the night, oh, and it was cold, you know, I just kind of laid there for a few minutes thinking, really, Ken? Really? You fell down. <laughs> so You could have just turned a light on on your phone. Well, you didn't have yeah, to walk through it in the dark. Well, it it's like right there. I get out of the car and it's right there, and I do that all the time. I don't know what. I must have set something there during the day that made me... Probably something you that. should have listed and put away. You're you're probably a hundred percent correct because <laughs> that's usually when I get it. I set stuff, you know, in some incoming stuff that's new. I set right there. But well, but I'm glad you're felt, okay. I'm, I'm glad felt. you weren't seriously injured. But today it was like it was tough to get out of bed this morning. I was just like 
you know, I got this scratchy, scratchy throat. I got, you know, a banged up knee. I'm just like all, <laughs> like all stoved up. That I'm uh, trying to party like a 20 year old. Yeah. And so, and it's like, man, I got to get out of bed this morning and go record a podcast. So, so what we're going to, you know, I figure maybe you that'll you, jazz you me get up to, I get, you get yes. to get out of bed and record a podcast. The, and uh, you know, there's nothing brings more joy to my life than getting up early and seeing Corey like first thing when, when I, I um, know the sleep. I haven't, you know, the Sandman is still in the corners of my eyes here. And then I get the same thing every morning. I get up and look in the mirror and then I get angry with the mirror for showing me back. <laughs> I get it. I feel your pain. So I thought we would, you know, maybe we'd have this rip roaring, exciting topic that we wanted. We do to need an exciting today. topic today. And uh, and I think, you know, I think the topic that's on everybody's that's everybody's list, or you know, right now, just what more exciting topic can you get than taxes? So taxes. <laughs> we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some. <laughs> well, at first, okay. At first, I thought. Corey had sent me a message. Maybe it was like a an autocorrect or something. I thought he wanted to talk about taxis. And I'm thinking like, we don't even have like, my town is small. We don't have like Uber or anything. I'm thinking, well, taxis, what, you know, maybe he has something new that he knows about that's maybe he's. Nothing more exciting than overpaying for a ride. <laughs> yeah. We don't have like, I've only ever done like an Uber. Well, a couple of times when the aforementioned yeah. Vegas trip, uh, we were doing that doing the uber and that was pretty cool with the the app and stuff you know it's a it's a amazing what a small town guy finds exciting is uh <laughs> the uber get on your phone well, and all of a sudden some dude shows was, up and we weren't sure and, about the uber thing the first time we used it either that was that takes some getting used to i mean we we did grow up in a generation where they told you never get in a car with a stranger and now you could just order a stranger and yeah. it's weird <laughs> i guess i never thought about that I requested, you know, a big white panel van and maybe uh, <laughs> yeah. extra candy. Did I get the creepiest yeah. shit you got? <laughs> just, to, just send it over. It's like duct tape and rope in the back when I get in. <laughs> so, yeah, we did oh, I We didn't, did decide to talk about taxes. Now, I, I, I will say we were way more excited about this conversation yesterday. Yeah. Than, than we are this morning. There's something about morning and taxes that really throws you off. It does, yes. There's I don't, something I don't about know why. taxes and taxes that really throw you off at some well, point. Well, four yeah, in we the were... afternoon, taxes are a little bit, they get your blood going. There's nothing wrong with taxes yeah, at four in the it's... afternoon. <laughs> it's it's seven in the morning, and, and just the word taxes taste different. It does. It ain't good. It <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we, I, we were just having a conversation the other day about, you know, stuff coming up and doing having to do our taxes because this is the tax tax time of year the tax it season is. if you will it's not as fun as the christmas season but uh it's it's here nonetheless <laughs> surprisingly uh, so we well, it is the season of giving this is true so i might as well give you know 50 percent of my income that's to, right uh, the government for them to all that hard work you did me on you get to give some to of it back that's right well, hopefully you don't have to give any of it back. That maybe the conversation will help not have to give as much. Yeah. So we we kind of just were kicking stuff around between when it's like, oh, maybe we should talk about that a little bit. So what do I don't you know, know how to rip taxes? the bandaid off. I don't I don't know how to rip the bandaid off and start talking about taxes. Okay. <laughs> like how do we here? Well, I think no, that won't the, work. That that's <laughs> that's not the start right there. Okay. Um, yeah, I, you know, it is, it is tax season and, and for, you know, those of us that, uh, that are resellers or whatever, it's that time when you kind of got to figure out, um, that's what yeah, the, res you may the reseller owe. thing is, is different for most people. If you're, if you're new to reselling, especially if you're coming from a job where you've gotten a W2 every year, I think this is the tax season is your first tax season as a reseller probably is a little scary. Yes. Mostly because if people don't understand the difference between a W-2 and a 1099. Yes. And and I think that differentiation, that's a big word for morning time too. That differentiation, yes. difference between the two is a pretty 
important difference. Like with your with your W-2 from a job, everything's already been taken care of. They've taken your taxes out of it. They, yes. You know, your deductions are all taken care of with your W-2. So when you get that, you just got to plug the numbers in, basically. If you're yeah. doing a simple, like, 1040, uh, 1040, 1040 easy, easy or filing or whatever, which... It, you know, a simple filing. You're not. You're not going to deduct. You're not going to itemize everything. Which, yeah, on that you don't have to. And on the 1099, it's basically the same thing. It's your income statement, but nothing's taken out of it. Like it's it's all income. Yeah. So you're going to get taxed on 100 percent of it. So it's it's our job to try and figure out what those deductions are and get them out of yes. that. So we pay as little back as pot or pay taxes on as little as we can. Yes. Yeah. That's. Uh... Did any of that make sense? It, well, it did to me because, you know, okay, well, that's I, I can, that first, you know, the first year, <laughs> this is about my, my fourth year. I'm, I'm, well, actually, Hey, today is also my, my, I don't know. It depends on how you consider it. This is my reseller anniversary, reselling anniversary in, um, February 11th, uh, February the 11th, which is when we're recording this February the 11th of 2020 is when I listed my very first item for sale on on eBay. And uh but it wasn't so I don't know which what what's really my anniversary. I was the I listed my first oh, item. It's gotta on be the, the day 11th. you sold your first thing. So that was that took until February twenty third before I actually sold my first item uh as a reseller on on eBay. Because I had sold some stuff years ago on eBay just you know Hey, let's try the back when, you know, you had to wait for a check and a money order and all that or something, you know, to come through. I guess if you remembered, if you remembered February 11th, it must have must have felt like you were a reseller. So maybe that could be your anniversary. So you just got to pick one. You're not allowed to celebrate both days. No, but see, that's me. I'm all about celebrating (laughs) something, coming up with a reason to do to do something. So you know, it's it's people like you, why we have all these new holiday, these national (laughs) barbecue chip day and dumb crap (laughs) like that. They're just popping up for no reason. First day of reselling day. (laughs) Uh, But I listed my first item and then the 23rd, I sold my first item, which was like, you know, it's like all of a sudden my phone just, you know, ching. I had never heard that before. And it's like, man, what the heck is that sound on my phone? It's like, oh, and you see the little like eBay icon up in the notification area. And uh, they picked a good sound like, for that notification because that sound just sounds like money. I'm a reseller. I sold something. I'm a and, reseller. Uh, a pair of, well, it was a pair of Nike, Nike trout baseball cleats is what I sold. And then. Did you, oh, like baseball cleats? Yeah, baseball cleats. See, um, I sold a baseball. I think it was baseball. No, it was a basketball coach bobblehead. Was your first item? That was you the sold? first thing we sold. Yeah, we picked it up for a dollar at a Goodwill, and it sold for a hundred and nine dollars. Sweet. It was the first thing we bought. It was the first thing we sold. Mine, uh, mine sold for like seventeen dollars and ninety nine cents or something like that. But so see, sports ball ain't all bad. No, it, it it sells. But see, right there with my seventeen dollar ninety nine cent sale on February twenty third, I had to start paying taxes as a yes, reseller. Well, I think that's one of the things when you, when you, I see a lot of, you know, at this time of year, you see a lot of YouTube and a lot of stuff that's um, talking about taxes and, and you see the question that comes up all the time is how much can I, how much can I sell on eBay or whatever platform, you know, Poshmark, Macari, any, how much can I sell before I have to pay taxes? And well, technically the answer is. Yep. Anybody? $1. Anybody? One dollar. I mean, <laughs> you're supposed $1. to pay taxes on on all of your sales. Uh, there are there are certain you know. Again, we're not discussing this as if we're tax accountants or anything like that, or giving any any advice. Just more of a conversation about what we. Well, do if this or, podcast is anything, it's a serious podcast. So. Oh yes, and like, we're definitely should. we're definitely trying to bring some some real value here today but he, he's right we're not tax people people should hang on every word and what we say is the gospel and that's Take it to uh, the bank <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah there's a, you get those conversations you know how much can i sell before and then i think i i also see out there there's um 
we were talking about the differences between the W-2 and the 1099. Now, a 1099 is something that uh, uh, an, an establishment, uh, you know, like an eBay or uh, Poshmark, Mercari, any of those, whatnot, if you sell on whatnot, yep. at what point that that entity has to report that or has to submit that as your, part of your income to the yeah, government. It's a threshold at which they... At which, why am I talking like that? It's it's basically the spot where you make a certain amount, and once you hit that level, they have to send you that form. Yes, I mean it's that's that's kind of the number you're talking about, and then everybody was kind of freaking out about it going to the six hundred dollar mark, which yes, wouldn't have made any difference at all to us because we're not. It, it would have made a difference to us if, if we were of that mindset. Yes, that, that I don't want to pay taxes until I hit this amount, but. We were going to go over the amount, no matter what they put it. At. They could have put it at ten grand. I don't plan yeah. on living on ten grand this year, so I'm going to make more than that anyway. So it <laughs> yeah. wouldn't. It would. Well, hopefully. I mean, if I'm halfway good at doing this, so yeah, I think it wouldn't have mattered I, for I've us. Seen out there where where people kind of are maybe think that a little bit backwards, like oh, I can sell up to like right now that yeah. threshold is at twenty thousand. Uh, they were supposed to change it. You had talked about that to, to the $600 before they had to start reporting. Uh, currently, I think it is at the 20000 That doesn't mean that you can sell up to $20,000 and not have to, to pay taxes uh, on it. You're supposed to pay taxes on everything. Yeah. And, and, you know, hey, you do you. That's however you want to to, to handle your situation. They're but, partying out there saying, yes, I can make an unlivable wage and evade taxes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, part there, then there's none of that. There's some of that stuff, you know, if you're selling stuff as, as a, you know, just a hobby seller or almost like a garage sale yeah, sort of thing, income. where if it's, if it's your own, if it's your own personal items that you bought and paid for, and you can, you know, you can sell them, you know, within a limited amount, but we're, again, that's not the, the route we were going to go down. We, we were just talking about number one, that's what's that difference between the W2 and the 1099, but what, how do you take that number that you got on that 1099 and get, get it as close to pay the, the least amount of it as possible? Yes. Yeah. How do you actually pay those taxes or, or not? I wouldn't even want to say avoid paying the taxes. How do you pay the right amount of taxes and not overpay? Cause if you don't take your deductions, that's what you're doing. You're not, yes. you're not being a more upstanding person by paying more taxes. You're just overpaying on what you should be paying. You don't have to True. pay that much. So yeah. you want to take as many deductions as you can. And, and there's a lot of categories for those deductions. And I think that's kind of where our conversation went yesterday while we were more awake Yes, exactly. <laughs> and better equipped to talk about a, a topic like this. But I, I know the first one, and there's a lot of nuance in this category, which is kind of why I put it first to get it out of the way. That's yeah. the home office deduction. No. Yes. I don't know if we can even talk incredibly intelligent about this one, other than to say there is a home office deduction. If you're using yeah. your house for any part of your reselling business, there's a deduction there you can take. Yeah. And how much yeah. of that and what applies there like i said there's a lot of nuance there that one takes a little looking into and i can't give you that like yeah, but there is a, a deduction formula, there to be had formula that goes for that you know in my situation you know i have certain parts of my house this office that i'm here out in the garage where i store some stuff is uh all i can figure that it's it's like a formula of square footage and how much you're using and that it is a deduction and yep. if you're using using some of that, you know, definitely figure it out and try to, you know, as best you can. I, d I doubt the government's ever going to show up at your house and, you know, measure, measure, measure the spot your where office. you have the racks. Yeah. Uh, you know, have your inventory, you know, stacked. But uh, yeah, that's, a, I don't know. That's they just a, hired a like 20,000 more IRS agents, didn't they? Maybe they, maybe they will. Maybe that's their first order of business. Everybody gets tape measure. They issued them all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, of which they probably bought using our tax dollars see they, they most definitely did we're paying we're they're buying uh but you know they're keeping uh you know they're keeping the tape measure industry in uh yep. in business because i'm sure you know the five dollar tape measure they probably paid you know at least 1500 bucks for it I, I think another another deduction a lot of people kind of neglect to take and i know we have not taken it in the past which you should yeah. that's your cell phone 
I mean, that one's that one's kind of a big oh, one. Yeah. You're you are allowed to deduct your cell phone if you use it for strictly business. Now, there's you're allowed to deduct it if you use it for business at all, but it yeah. de- how much you use it and if you use it for anything else depends on whether or not you're allowed to deduct all of it or half of it. Yeah. So, we use ours for all of our comping, all of our listing, all that, but yeah. we also use it for a cell phone. We use it every day for our personal phone. So, yeah. We we could technically deduct, you know, 50% of our cell phone usage. Yeah. Our cell phone yeah. bills. Definitely, definitely a good one. Yeah, I, I would say probably the majority of my phone use is, use, you know, I use it to take the photographs. I use it to, to comp yep. stuff. I use it to list stuff. I use it for, I use it to talk to Corey about reselling. And, uh, you know, that's, that's all. That's a big one that's there. All part of it. Yeah. So definitely a good deduction. Yep. Auto mileage, your car mileage. That's probably that's, that's probably our one. biggest deduction. That one's a big one for us, especially yeah. this year where they're at like 65, 65 and a half cents a mile. Yeah. And our closest town we source in is like an hour away. So we're every week we're putting on a couple hundred miles at, at least yeah. a couple hundred miles sourcing. Yeah, that's uh yeah, and that one can be, you know, there's different ways that that, that one's figured too. I know a lot of people, you know, how how you keep your mileage. Some people I don't maybe might not take that one because it's like, well, how do I even go about? I'm not going to track the mileage every time I go there. There are different apps and stuff I've seen people use yep. for that. Um, you would say you were telling me you have like a just a logbook. When you go out to do your sourcing, you write down the mileage. You come back, you yep. write down the mileage. You know, uh, it, it can be some simple math. I do something similar to that um i do definitely track my mileage um but kind of in general over over you know i it's my round to go to the post office and do that and i usually hit the thrifts that it's this much of a mileage and i'm going to do that x amount of days a year you know x amount of days a year i'm going to do this when i go yard sailing uh i spend x amount of time you know and then if i go to the different towns i i I do that. So I'm keeping, I think, a good enough record of that stuff um, that if there was, you know, the dreaded, the dreaded A word, if one were to get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been called the dreaded A word before, but uh, no, if one were to get audited or whatever, I think, you know, I don't know. I don't know how all the tax rules and all of that stuff goes, but I think if you're if you're honestly trying to to you know have good good records and stuff like that and if you do get audited good general yeah good general rule of thumb is avoid tax fraud if you can i mean be yeah. honest but yes. also be honest with yourself and take every deduction you're able to take yeah I and mean, that when you get a 1099 that's literally your job is to fill in the deductions part you need to fill yes. in the parts you can deduct so i wouldn't skimp there i would take whatever you're allowed to take but at the same time, yeah, you're right. Like, don't fudge anything. Be honest. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. If you're if you're not trying to skirt around stuff, and you know, I guess really, whether it's good advice or not, I do all my own personal personal taxes. I do it all myself. I don't have a, a CPA or any sort of a tax accountant that does stuff. Um, that is good advice. If you are not sure about what you're doing or you want to know, you know, get, you know, talk to talk to a professional about it uh they can help and there's even especially a, in that there's first an intermediate year. step there too you could you could go directly to like a turbo tax type program which is what yeah. like teresa's an accountant so we've always done our own taxes but she uses turbo tax every year it's like 40 bucks and we buy it for our main like our s corp side yes but and we also what? use it for this guess what Corey? guess what what that 40 dollar fee to get that tax to get that turbo it, tax it is, is Deductible. deductible yep TurboTax is really good too because it walks you through every piece of the form every every number you have to put in there's a little yeah. box by it that that brings you to a new page that tells you all the information you need to know about that number they're asking for it gives you yeah. all the rules and it's very it's a very simplified explanation of the tax code they don't just give you the tax code and yeah here it is they explain it really well so yeah, to to step someone through who's never done it before, I think TurboTax does a really good job of it. Yes, but yeah, there is the if you want to go all the way and you just don't get it, definitely go find somebody 
yeah. go find a taxi and the, like, they to use help the you. Turbo, use the TurboTax. There's all, you know, all kinds of, you know, we're not pitching TurboTax. Use what you want. Do what, you know, yeah. I have, I built my own, my own spreadsheet in, in Excel that I'm able to take uh, all of the, the uh, reports and stuff that you can download from eBay about your sales over the year. And I plug all that stuff into my spreadsheet and it gives me all the numbers, the deductions and, and stuff. But, you know, I got to put those in and whatever my sales cost of goods and all of that stuff are is um, it, you know, it, I did mine myself and then I do my own, my own taxes. So yep. whatever do you just fill them out on paper and mail it in. Uh, no, I get, then I go to like an online, like a, a free filing thing. I forget yep. even which one that I use. I used to use the TurboTax, uh, but they, they did away with that, like the free self-employed file. free filing thing or something like yep. that. Uh, it's all a paid thing. And so there are some free services out there where when you have all of the right numbers, um, then you just plug them in and, plug them and in. it will file it for you. Your you know, your federal and your state. And then I have to hand do my city, my city taxes because they don't have, they're not technological at all in my city. They just still have paper <laughs> that they send to you. And, and so we don't have any of that. We don't, we don't do state or city tax. Like there, there is no income tax at the state and city level in South Dakota. So just, we, we're lucky oh, in that regard. So the, the state and the city doesn't have it. It's just not like you just chose yourself not to not to pay those taxes. <laughs> yeah, we just said, no, we're not doing it. No, yeah, not, they don't have it here, so we don't have to do that. There's been a pothole in front of my house. I'm not paying you anything this yeah. year. Yeah. But no, there's, uh, there's plenty of potholes in my own driveway. I can't really complain at them. So, yeah, the mileage, I guess that was where, where we talked about cell phones and, and home office space. Mileage was a big well, one. Speaking of driving, there's, yes. and when you're driving and you're going out to those garage sales, like we go to citywide all the time. And like I said, the, yeah. the, the nearest major town to us is like an hour away. So when we go out sourcing for the day, we have to eat. Yeah, and that's true. That's also deductible. It's not like yeah. I can run home when I'm an hour, two hours away from home. So that's, pack that's like a, a business snack. expense. Yes, what? it is. You can't pack now, like a snack, like a banana, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something like that. Maybe a container of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Quit, quit trying to find loopholes in my tax code. <laughs> I need my deductions and no. my Taco Johns. Leave it alone. Well, that's true. But when, <laughs> when you are out, yeah, there are those meal expenses. If you're saving those those receipts, you know, when you are out doing that, when you're yep. traveling for, you know, uh, maybe you're going to a meetup or something like that. Those meals are can be deducted again are part I think of at 50 yeah I think at 50% your dining can be deducted at 50% as long as it's has something to do with business and if you're out of town for business for sourcing yeah I'd say do you that find qualifies. yourself do you find yourself like when you're in that situation like getting this the super size meal like spending a little bit more just cuz you know you're going to be able to write that off not for tax reasons more just oh. for I'm fat and I like big meals. <laughs> I like big <laughs> so, yeah. meals. Oh, they did do Baby Got Back at the uh, the dueling pianos. Were well. you singing that one? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, <laughs> <No>. hon. <laughs> I wow. mean, I've always said that, even before Sir Mixon. <laughs> That's always been a saying of mine. I've been saying that for years. Oh, this show. This show oh, just yeah. got bad. I don't know. I don't know, but, um, what's something else that you are deducting that, um, well, you mentioned training and meetups and conferences and things like that. Those, those are yeah. deductible. Your travel, your airfare, your hotels, your yes. dining while you're on those, any food you're buying during that, those are all deductible at now. Again, I think food is only 50% usually, but yeah. like your travel and your hotel and stuff like that. That's, I think that's a hundred percent deductible. So watch this. So let's just say you were going to the Plains to Profit meetup February the 23rd in Omaha, Nebraska. That's deductible. That watch travel, this. that mileage, that Guess airfare. Guess who's not going to get to deduct that this year? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag FOMO. That's <laughs> Sorry, yes. I had to. But, you know, yeah, if you go to any, any, any sort of a conference, any sort of a meetup, anything that is... Uh, because you know some of the some of the meetups are 
they have the breakout sessions. They have the stuff where you're learning. But even when you go to one like a um, reseller rally or something like that, that is just a meetup. Yep. I still uh, just sat and talked with other with other resellers. We learned. We we networked. We did sort of you know that sort of stuff. And it's still yeah, it's still an industry conference. It's still yeah a, a meetup about your job. Yes. <clears throat> now I got a scratchy voice and I wasn't singing at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that, that applies to all kinds of training. I mean, if you go to the library and buy a book on on different kinds of glass, I mean, you anything. You buy books at your library? I don't know. I've never yeah. been to my library, but maybe. Yeah, like, you know, my library is, is like Barnes books? and Noble. What is it about books that make people be quiet? You know, at the library, you're supposed to be quiet because, you know, people are studying, they're researching, they're doing stuff. Why are people quiet at the Barnes and Noble? I don't know. It's oh. just like a public place. It just seems like there's something about books. It's like, shh, people want you to be quiet around books. <laughs> you can disturb it. the pages. That's a good question. We should dig into that more. People Episode 88. Why are is... bookplaces so quiet? <laughs> <laughs> I have theories, but I'm not going to share oh, them on this episode. We should, get, we should get Katie Reads on here. We get a special guest, Katie Reads, to find out why... People are quiet around books. We could. I think that's even a more exciting topic than taxes. <laughs> I think, I, I, I don't think we got to stretch it too far to get more exciting than taxes. <laughs> okay. What else are you, what else are you deducting? Probably the normal stuff, the, the stuff everybody knows about right now. And that's your equipment and supplies, your bubble wrap, your tape, yeah. your scissors, anything yes. you buy. That's a normal expense you're using for your business. If you need a new tape gun this year, um, yes. you need a new workbench that you had to buy, shelving, all all that kind yeah. of stuff is all deductible. So I have uh I have I will not only will I be taking that home office deduction uh for the space, also my you know, I I redid that whole office out in the garage. All of that stuff that I that I needed to be able to do that, to yep. convert that over into that space, uh, you know, new shelving units, new, uh, you know, to me, you know, carpeting on the floor, uh, another, another, uh, printer, uh, uh, like a, like a Rolo, like a Rolo or whatever, you know, to have out there so I can have, you know, two locations for printers, uh, any of the, any of the supplies or whatever, I needed some new lighting and stuff. And that is all dedicated to that home office, which is, Part of my reselling business that is a dedicated space for that and so i'm gonna get I'm like that that three-quarter inch thick like rubber foam they put down at daycares and stuff so the kids don't get hurt you can put that down in there in case you fall again well, I put... <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh I, I need to get that for the driveway i need to replace the gravel driveway <laughs> you know i've been thinking about getting uh you know concrete or or you know blacktop maybe i should look into like that like yeah. the AstroTurf, like that the football players play on. Just just a rubber driveway. But uh, yeah, uh, hey, rubber made. I like that idea. Just yeah. just lay out anyway. old tires. Yeah, <laughs> drive over those. those. It's so yeah that any supplies yeah the boxes the bubble yeah. wraps the tapes the the anything that you that you purchase for use in the business is deductible for sure. Now you can you can also if you have children you can also pay your children up to a certain amount. And I, yeah, you were telling me about <clears> this, and that's something that's something I had not thought of. What 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 are you? Talking are you about considering that? having kids so you take advantage of this? Hey, any advantage I can get to pay less taxes, <laughs> you know. If <laughs> I don't think I'll go to that extreme, you know. They're they're more expensive than the deduction, I assure you. But yeah, yeah, if you do have kids, I mean, there is. I think you can pay them up to like five grand a year, and 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 they don't have to pay tax. They don't have to file as long yeah. as they stay under that amount. So it's it's a deduct. It's a straight deduction across the board for you, and they don't have to file or worry about paying taxes on that money either. So, like, if my kids were home, we would probably do something like set up an account for them to use for all their extracurriculars and sports and whatever they're into throughout the year. And then we would just load that up throughout the year for doing, you know, cleaning up the office or helping list a yeah. few things or something like that. So th that is a deduction that's available so you to you and it's money almost, you're going to spend anyway. Almost like that you were doing an allowance. So like if you're going to buy your kid 
school clothes or whatever. They're going to yep. play. They're going to be in band and they need a new trumpet or something like that. You would pay them almost like a salary. Right. And then they they buy the stuff. So it's just kind of that transfer. Either you're buying the new trumpet or they're buying the new trumpet, but you can yeah. hire them. I guess. And quite frankly, I mean, if you've had kids, you know, kids eat a lot and I'm a, I'm a firm believer in child labor. If they're going to eat, I think they need to work a little. <laughs> Fair like they got to sweep a floor or something. Within the laws. Now, can I just go out and get random children? Like. You can, but I don't know them. if they apply for the deduction. Like, I don't know if they qualify here. Yeah. That's uh that's an interesting one. If you do have children and you can kind of just transfer that money over a yeah. little bit, that's uh, it's something I would have never thought of doing. Um, just because I don't have kids to, to be able to put them to work. I mean, imagine if, you know, you got three kids. I, I think that applies per child too. So yeah, you got three kids and you could find some kind of chore for them to do in your business and you could pay them up to five grand a piece per year. That's a big deduction. Yeah. Like oh that, yeah. Definitely. That makes a big difference at the end of the year and you're going to spend that money on them anyway. So like I said, just make it part of their chores. Hey, with um, the amount of money, if I, you know, had a couple kids or whatever, and uh, the with the amount of money that I make uh, on eBay, I think the government would owe me something at the end. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could file for a return. <laughs> <laughs> As, uh, so, you know, one of the things that we were talking about, too, is um, different, like, reoccurring fees or subscriptions or things like yeah. that. I think just basically if you have an eBay Netflix. store... If you oh, do, not Netflix, Netflix. Not, not, not Netflix, <laughs> not generally. Well, unless you use it as a, as a, you know, a legitimate reselling source, like for example, uh, you know, I use YouTube all the time for whether it's to research stuff, to buy stuff, to do whatever. And I also, I have like the YouTube premium that I get now that's so that I don't have to watch the ads and stuff like that. But, uh, I am using it a lot for, for research of things. Um, but just like I started there with your eBay store, if you have an eBay store, you don't have to have a store or pay those fees to eBay yeah, there's a subscription there. to be a seller on eBay. But if you do, there's a subscription fee, uh, either yeah. monthly or, you know, if you pay it by the year or whatever, that is deductible. We've got StreamYard too, or StreamYard. We have a way, what is that called? Why am I having well. a... Not streamer, the one where you look up your items that are older than what's Worth on eBay. Point. Worth, Worth point. point. Wow. Yes. See, it's these morning yes. times, guys. We hey, have Worth Point. You, That's a subscription. When you start broadcasting on Worth Point, let me know. That's, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, going, I'm going live my... on Worth Point, guys. <laughs> uh, you know, any, any Technically, of those I'm old enough. Like, I think you well, can only because... get on there once you're so old, right? Isn't that uh, the way Worth they work point? with the items? Yes. Yeah. I believe so. Yes. I qualify. <laughs> Uh, well, the, the subscription that, uh, that I use for, uh, for this podcast, uh, that get it out there. Well, I do with is Streamyard, but also, uh, I use a service called Podbean for the, yep. uh, you know, cause I am directly, uh, using some of that stuff here in, and especially the Streamyard as well. Uh, cause I do, you know, my show, which is a, basically a straight reselling show. I do, um you know, this, this broadcast and stuff. So some of those monthly subscriptions that are directly related and I can show how they are directly related to my reselling business. Oh, that's uh, easy. They, they contribute a huge factor towards your reselling. I mean, they keep you busy not making money so that you can't list. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they have a huge effect are, on your business. If you are gaining, um, income from, uh, you know, if you're a monetized YouTube channel, uh, Technically, we are on this channel, aren't we? Oh, we are. We are monetized. We're at that first level of monetization, mm -hmm. and uh, so when we do the lives, we've got some super chats, and I think there's like that little earn button or that little money button yep. uh, down there. Somebody wanted to push that. I finally got. I we finally got all that stuff set up, Corey. Just FYI, um, my photo room app. I pay yeah, for the photo one. room app uh, to do like some of those AI backgrounds and stuff, but to remove backgrounds. Uh, in bulk, I think you have to have the subscription. I don't know if that's true, but I think you have to have the, the a subscription to Photo Room to be able to. Um, uh, so that's in bulk. Have you tried the? Not to go off topic of the taxes that's that has got everybody 
glued to their oh, seats yeah. here, but <laughs> have you tried the the white background removal lately on eBay? I like have the not. eBay's version of it? I think it's no. gotten better. Like I tried oh, really? it the other day and it actually does a pretty decent job compared to what I, it did like a year ago when we oh, tried it. It was horrible when it first yeah. came out. You know, of course they're always tweaking stuff and, and doing things. But Maybe yeah. it was just a good photo for it and it worked out well, but it seems like it's gotten better. I'll have to I'll have to give it a second peek. Uh, but you know, I use Photo Room for for a lot of that stuff, and and I pay for that subscription, and so I'm deducting that because that is directly related to uh to the reselling. Um. Uh, what are some? Oh, I had here's another thing that I had. Now I won't have the deduction this year, but I had a storage unit that I was paying oh, for down the street. Um. So that those monthly fees for the storage unit, again, because all of my overflow of, you know, death pile inventory was in there. So I take off a storage unit, um, probably, you know, a multitude of things. What, what was there anything else on your list? Uh, my internet, my home internet that, yeah. because I could take a portion of the home internet because I mean, I can't do this without the internet. I can't list, can't do anything without You're an online sort of seller. internet. The internet's kind of yeah. vital. Yes. And so, you know, uh, part of that internet, I, uh, I think there's a, there's a wide variety of things we haven't even come close to touching on, but I mean, essentially no. if you're spending money and you can associate it to your business in some way, there's probably yes. a, a spot where you can deduct that amount of money. Yeah. And, and with a 1099, that is, that is exactly what you need to be doing. Like that's, that's why they give you a 1099. This is pure income. We expect yeah. you to fill in your deductions and that is, that's on you. And yeah, the, the less you put in there, the more money you're going to pay taxes on. And I, I yeah. guess it depends on, on you. Do you want to yeah. pay more than you have to? I know I don't. Exactly. And you know, I, you know, people worry about being audited and, and stuff. And if you are get, get a CPA, get a tax account, get whatever, uh, you know, there's lots of good products that help with that, you know, like, uh, again, I have no affiliation, but it's like my reseller genie or whatever, you know, there's some of these softwares that are out there that help you to, to keep track of all those records. So when it comes up to tax time, um, you know, but it's, it's all about pre preparation and organization. I know my first year when I started <laughs> and it caught up to tax time, although I had watched a number of videos and I asked questions of, of people that were other resellers yeah. and how they're doing things. A lot of people don't want to share their numbers. A lot of people don't want to share their, I'm not usually one to share my sales numbers or, or any, you know, income, that sort of stuff. But people are, are usually willing if it's another reseller to help you, you know, answer questions or whatever, but yeah. get a, get a tax accountant. If you're not sure, I'm not really overly afraid of being audited. Um, and if I would, I, it would just be that inconvenience because I, I try to, I try to be fair and I'm a fair and upfront and honest guy. And I try to, uh, you know, maybe the easiest some things that probably the easiest thing you can do is if, if you, well, one, if you're afraid of being audited, just be upfront and not only take what you can like legally take, show. like yes. don't try and be shady at all. And you're probably gonna be fine, but being organized takes any worry of that away anyway. I mean, yes. like, like. When we started doing this, we immediately moved into one bank account for just this. That's all we use that bank account for. Yes. We have one That's... credit card that we use just for this if we need to make big purchases or anything, but it gets used for nothing else. So we have one debit card, one credit card, and that's it. Any ATM withdrawal we see, we know we're pulling cash out to go sourcing with. Yes. Every other transaction is in one of those bank records, either the bank or the yes. credit card. If I get audited, I pull those two accounts up and print the statements out and say, go do your work. I'd like, yeah, that there's we not much see, else we to prove. We should have started with that. We should have started, Corey, this con Let's start all over. Okay. Hey, we're going to talk <laughs> about taxis today and we don't have Uber. Oh, wait, we won't go back that far. But that's probably one of the things that we should have talked about, too, is if you are getting into reselling business or, uh, you know, if you're new to all of this, is that that initial organization and having a separate account if you're going to do this yeah. as a business that you are going to you know pay taxes on or, or whatever having those separate a separate account away from your stuff a separate 
savings checking, whatever it is, something that has a debit card, a separate credit card, it makes it so much easier to separate Very this stuff so. later on that if it's not coming out of your personal account, you know, a, a portion of it, you know, if you, you know, yeah, if it's all mixed in, it makes pocket. finding what's what really difficult. Yes. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not upset that we didn't put that out front. I th- this podcast is kind of like a blow pop. Like you want to get to the gum in the middle, but you got to get through all that crap on the outside <laughs> first. So we'll set this over here on the end. And the blow pop that's your of reward. podcast. Yes. <laughs> Be organized. That's, that's it's like thing. a reward. It is. Here at the end. Oh man, that I would be sad if I got to the center of my Tootsie Pop and this and, is and what that I was got. the prize. This be organized. This is, this is Ken and Corey talking about. Uh, <laughs> what else did you have? Did you have anything else about about stuff on? I don't. I, I think, I think this, I'm. I'm ready just to get get on with my day and ignore this Super Bowl crap that's going on today. And <laughs> yeah. I, <clears throat> I would say overall, um, it can be a stressful time. I know my first year uh, having to do my taxes was was very stressful. Didn't want to know you're afraid of audits, you're afraid of whatever. But I know I talked to some really good folks um, and got some, you know, what I thought to be really good advice. Um, and it's not as scary as it as it needs to be. You can do them on your own. It's uh, it's just keeping that those good records and thinking through that I use this, you know, keep receipts throughout the year, keep some sort of organization to it from the very beginning. And it's not bad. You know, I take it's I not. take an afternoon or, you you know, usually a couple afternoons, you know, on a weekend or whatever to do my personal taxes. One day I I'll go through like all of the income stuff. And then the, the next day, once I got all of that organized and stuff. Then I'll do all my expenses and and it's like a half day is, is, doing the yeah. income stuff. That's that's a yeah. short day, right? Pretty much. Well, yeah. <laughs> with the way that I organize, it is, yeah, because there's not very much there. You know, hey, ten bucks is ten bucks. Um, when I when I the way that I organize my spreadsheet is that takes yeah. a little bit from all of those reports that I pull from eBay and such like that. Um, yeah, I think staying organized is a good. That's that's probably the biggest tip you can have for doing your taxes not have to worry is just figure out a way to organize yourself through the year and don't don't do something to organize yourself that you know you're not gonna stay up with like like we use a spreadsheet we also use my reseller genie but we use it we use my reseller genie because i love the reports the insights they give you into your business yeah but if you're not the kind of person that's going to go plug numbers in and keep up with that through the year don't do it like don't waste your time figure out a different way because if you're not going to yeah, do it, me. you're just going to make it way harder at the end of the year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's um, that's tax talk, I guess. Nothing, nothing official. Tax talk. Just you don't need to be uh, don't need to be scared of it. If you are, get a get a a professional to do it. Take all your numbers. Is this in. where we? Is this where we put the disclaimer right here at the end? Yeah, that says right we made the all problem. this we crap are. up. We are not tax professionals and please do not follow any of this advice. Uh, And again, I don't think that we gave advice, just kind of things that we do or things that we look for, uh, things that we might be able to deduct. And maybe, you know, if you have something, you know, throw down in the comments, if you're if you're still here this far in, throw down in the comments um, some other things that you might know of that are deductions that that people might not normally think of or you know, are you doing your own taxes? Do you use a software? Do you use a CPA? Um, tell us that we're, you know, that we're full of, full of beans and uh, we should just go mm, kick rocks or something like that beans. because uh, don't get started on beans. <laughs> doing like your beans. beans. We had, we had like a, we had like a we had two mile talk, conversation the other day on Corey and his, his beans. And what was it you were putting like? Um, oh, I don't like soup. Well, I like soup. Oh, I yeah. just don't like it to be soup. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, likes, he likes it. If he can't, he like he likes chunky brand soup. Oh, I should have had a can. You know that uh, if you can't eat it with a fork, it's soup that eats like a meal. That's what you want. Would that? Yeah. Would that make me like a like a stew person? Like I don't. I don't like. Yeah. But, but if I drink it, it's not eating. It's it's weird. Okay. I know my brain's broken, but still, if I drink it, it's not really eating. So then I'm still hungry. So if I have a bowl of like soupy, like like chicken noodle soup or something, I have to fill yeah. it up with 
saltine crackers so just to broth, make it. You're not a broth fan. That's what it is. I like the taste of you broth. Like it's broth. a fantastic drink. It's not food. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you eat your like chicken noodle out of a cup? I mean, and just like tip it up and. No, I put it in a bowl and then I fill it with crackers until I can eat it with a fork. <laughs> well, like maybe, I said, I like maybe... soup. I just don't like it to be soup. I like it to be eatable, like with a fork. I didn't... Eatable? Not drinkable, yes. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, there you go. We're going to bring this. Watch me bring this all the way back around to take your, take your loved one out for some soup. This Wednesday. Don't do that. This Wednesday. How much Valentine's do you really like Day. that person if you're buying them a drink for dinner? <laughs> Don't do that. It's uh, but Take yeah, them out for happy, a real meal. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone, uh, coming up this week. Uh, again, we'll see if my Super Bowl prediction of San Francisco uh, prevails. I have no reason, particular reason to pick them. I'm just doing that. Um we're gonna I think we're gonna wrap this one up, Corey, in case you got anything unless you got anything else. Nah, I'm good. Let's get out of here. You're good. All right.